matter time, I suppose. Welcome back to Watchmen Minute, where we're examining the director's cut of Zack Snyder's Watchmen, one scalding vat of grease to the face at a time. <laughs> My name is Travis Bow from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. I'm Eric Nash. And I'm Eric Deutsch from Flash Gordon Minute. Glad to have you back, Eric. Great to be back for this minute. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking to uh, my co-host. <laughs> but I'm glad you're here as well. And this is Minute 107, which starts with Rorschach in the cafeteria line and ends with an empty night owl suit. I feel like we've seen that suit before somewhere. I like it's a kind of a perfect uh, way to begin for perfect transition from last or from yesterday's minute to this minute, because it's a scene change, so we get a completely new scene here here today, and apparently burgers and fries seem to be on the menu, because we start with, like, the camera is behind the, the over the wall, kind of over the, you know, the glass little divider here between the inmates and the kitchen staff, so we start back here with the kitchen workers, and then Kind of camera slowly moves up as you see the people starting to come down the line, and this uh, this the fry guy, the guy that's on on the fry station, seems to know something's coming. Did you guys yeah. notice? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's got a smile on his face. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I like that he kind of gives Rorschach the like an eye, and then he looks at his coworker, you know, and then does the like side-eye glance again at Rorschach, you know, to kind of indicate to his co-worker, like, hey, look over here, sort of thing, so. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the way I am, kind of, in, mm. in you know, you know, pulling a little practical jug or something like that. I, I, I often kind of usually give, give away <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Can't keep a straight face sometimes. And you, you said the, the wall that's separating them? I mean, I, I kind of Talked I in my notes I kind of ca- talked about how that's like a sneeze guard I think yeah yeah, yeah. or not but... well I imagine it's to prevent what is going to happen well. I mean it's more for <laughs> you know but but Rorschach with his with his hy- hyper yeah strength you know yeah we've talked about plenty doesn't uh, doesn't keep him from Mm-mm. pulling the trick and so does does the fry guy does he know what's going to happen or is he in on it or is it because he sees, you know, the prisoner next to Rorschach that he knows like, Oh, he's going to pull his regular move where, you know, it's, it's beat up on the new guy or beat, you know, beat up on the famous guy, that kind of thing. Or I don't know what tips off fry guy to know something's up. Yeah. I was wondering that myself. Like the, the, the first time I watched the minute, I thought it was maybe just like, oh, here's the famous Rorschach, you know, he's here in jail with just the rest of us schmoes, you know, hey, look at this, here he is. But then after watching a couple more times, I was as I was getting my notes ready, I was like, well, he does have that kind of smile on his face, so does he know, is he in on what's about to happen? It was kind of hard to tell. Yeah, because he doesn't, he doesn't really play a, a part in it. You no, know. not at all. Just maybe the grapevine somehow word got around yeah. to certain people or something. Yeah, but it's a bit more than like what you're saying. The the beat up. I mean, it's oh sure know, he's got yeah, a sh- yeah. he's got a shiv. So yeah, he's and, seriously damage. Yeah, and I mean, 
when the guy first talks to him, it's almost like he's talking to a kid. He's like, hey, Rorschach. <laughs> he's like all upbeat. You're pretty famous, huh? Like, it just It's not at all speaking like someone who is about to try to kill somebody. <laughs> right. Yeah, I do like the just just the interplay where i, I mean it's not even uh dialogue between the two it's it's just one-sided but yeah i like the love this setup and i like the 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 guy that's kind of backing him up and the, it passes him the shiv you know it's like yeah mm-hmm. that's right um he's listed as prisoner one or it, it, sorry he's listed as huge prisoner <laughs> um and it's uh his name's danny watley Canadian regular who he's done the what I I'm gonna call the Canadian trifecta, which is the like three longest running sci-fi shows in North America, which are X Files, Stargate, and Smallville. And like one of his first roles was in uh, uh, the Mel Gibson movie Bird on a Wire. He was a I guess a cement worker. It's been years and years since I've seen that movie, so. When he did the old TV shows there in the late like late eighties, uh, like MacGyver. Oh and, yeah, um, what was the other yeah. one? I like that. There's also kind of as he's talking to Rorschach, there's just a a random. I heard your mother was a whore from <laughs> from some other prisoner in the in the cafeteria. And and in this case, they're right. <laughs> yeah, <he's not laughs> a lot of times that's just an insult that's thrown. Yeah. That's, they have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. I, I like to call um, when they show uh, Rorschach's point of view of him noticing the hot oil as he realizes something's about to go down. Um, oh, yeah. I, I call that Chekhov's hot oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little he heavy-handed. Yeah. <laughs> he cannot show that shot and then not expect that later on in the minute something's going to happen with that oil. Yeah, and there's there's the name for the <laughs> for the show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> writing that down <laughs> um oh, what was i gonna say because he we we see that clearly he could have done you know we he could have not immobilized but basically taken care of the guy with the tray that he uses i mean he, yes. he's already you know he, he stops the attack and then he gets him down on the ground like he didn't need to go the the step further but I mean, well, I see. I think he did because he's a marked man in the prison. They right. all want him dead, and he's got to let it be known, especially setting up the line that we're about to get to, that you know, do not mess with me. I, I right. You, know, you, you I, I know you all want me dead, but every single one of you, you're gonna lose. None of you are gonna get me. And it's like you know, just go all in on the first guy that tries it, so that no one else even thinks of trying it. You know, like yeah, he tosses the tray away after this great use of the serving tray, you're like, whoa, you know, don't toss that away. But um, he's already seen the oil. He's already decided he's going to do it. Uh, and so he's going to make sure he follows through and lets everybody know, uh-uh, this, this is not how this is going to go down. Now, there's a certain character that we even kind of alluded to a bit uh, in the last minute that I, I was just curious, uh, thinking about this, um, does it have to do with cell blocks and why he's not, he and his guys aren't here? In the ca- in the cafeteria at the same time, hmm. they do them in different oh. have different cafeterias. Yeah, probably, cafeterias the... or at different times or something. But this would have been a more opportune time for them to do. Sure. Yeah, and I was wondering, work. like, because I don't get the sense that this is someone that that Rorschach put in jail. I, you know, I don't think that they have history. I think it's just a either 
like he says, I'm pretty famous. So is it just, well, I just want to increase my standing in prison by killing someone famous like Rorschach or, or was he put to this task by someone else that we haven't seen yet? Ah, uh, yeah, I could so, be. Yeah. Just yeah, kind of I, making I, idle chit chat while he, you know, carries out the, the task. So it could be like a little bit of a uh, little bit of both. I mean, if he's been hired to do this, well, he can also use it to his advantage by, talking it up while it you know while it's going down and making himself look more imposing as a as someone not to mess with or whatever and it's interesting that after he tosses the tray and he stands there for a couple of seconds before he smashes yeah. the glass to get the oil and nobody else tries to jump Rorschach you know it's mm-hmm. like everyone is they're they're so afraid of him because either of his reputation or because he's the one that put them there mm-hmm. that there's this opening where he's standing there defenseless for a couple of seconds and his attention is on the guy who attacked him. Someone could have come up from behind him or from the side and definitely jumped him, and, and nobody does it. That's a good point. Okay, is uh, it time to get to the quote? <laughs> get... Um, I, I have some notes on the Just actual, ones. like, the, the grease of it all. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I did too. Yeah, yeah okay. I did too. <laughs> um, I'm holding my, I'm biting my tongue till we get to that line. Yeah. Um, as far as like the, the grease, I think the worst of it would be when he puts his hands on his face and tries to wipe the grease off. Because mm-hmm. from what I've um, heard and like unfortunately seen through Google Image, um, most mm-hmm. likely his skin would have basically slid off when he oh. did that. You know, and that's that might be why we see him bandaged. You know, we'll see him later on down in the movie. I worked at Wendy's in college, and there was a story, probably like urban legend, of you know someone who knew someone who, whatever, whose watch slid off and into the fryer, and they reached in after it, kind of like instinctively, just you know without thinking, because those those fryers they don't bubble nonstop. I mean, it's only when you put something down inside of it that they'll just bubble like that so it i'm sure it could just look like a tank of water if you weren't thinking but they reached in after their watch and pretty much pulled back a hand with you know no skin on it so Ugh. yeah so and i don't you know like i said could be urban legend so it may not be true but um those those friars typically like they're they're set to like 350 to 375 degrees somewhere in that range so that would definitely be a horrible way to go yeah i mean i you know other than actually being on fire i can't think of anything worse than <laughs> than what this guy has done to him you know mm. i just oh i mean when i was in uh junior high school maybe i would say i remember i was in the kitchen with my dad and he was going to make some french fries and he put oil in the pan and he heated up the pan and then he just dumped the fries in the pan and it caused yeah. some of the oil to splatter. And one small little spot of oil got on the back of one of my hands and it hurt this tiny little spot on my hand. It hurt so much and I, it, it blistered up and I had a scar for years from this one tiny little thing on the back of my hand. Mm. So now this guy's getting it dumped on his face. I, I just, oh my God, I just, ugh. yeah. So I think we're ready. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh as i as i uh as i said uh yesterday i specifically requested uh this minute because of this specific line i think this is one of the greatest lines in movie history 
Uh, when I saw it in the theater, it got a huge reaction from the crowd. None of you seem to understand. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. Love it. Yeah, that is a awesome line. Well, and what you said, too, uh, just now, uh, Eric, is that it, that it really could or should be a classic movie line. And that's, mm. that's I wrote down classic and AFI quotes. I don't know if you remember <laughs> from like 15 years ago-ish. Oh, sure, yeah. There, yeah. there were a ton of different AFI shows, list, list of 100 different things, and one of them was quotes. And that was right. That was not too long before this movie came out. Mm. Yeah, sure. I remember those. So, yeah. So there needs to be an update. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the thing is, um, in, the, in the comic book, um, they, they handle it so much better in the movie because in the mm. comic book – um, it's just, you, you hear that Rorschach said it secondhand. The doctor is writing yeah. his notes about the incident and says, you know, after he attacked the guy with the oil, he then said this. And it's just, I mean, you would almost miss it reading the book. It's so much better in the movie. Yeah, I was uh, reading this issue, you know, the other day to, to prepare for the, these, you know, last two weeks and... You're right. Like if if I was just kind of scanning through and looking for this kind of stuff, I would have missed the line because yeah, you don't expect it to be in the psychiatrist's notes. You know, yeah, it's definitely a big moment, and uh, it's probably one of the bigger, I guess, more recognizable lines. This and the uh, the you know whatever happened to the American Dream. Those are typically um, ones that you see if you look up like just Watchmen. I think these lines tend to come up first, so yeah, a little a little behind the uh, lifting the curtain thing here. Uh, earlier when we were recording, before we started recording, uh, you know, Eric sent me a, a reminder. Hey, you know, ninety minutes to record, and so I went in to find a gift to send back to him, and I just typed <laughs> in the word Watchmen. Yeah, and this was the fir- the gift of him saying <laughs> that line is the first thing that popped up. I was like, oh, nice. perfect, sent it right back to him. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> If we're ready to transition from the prison here to the next scene, I never noticed the continuous like screaming of the 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 burnt you know inmate. Like it, the, the screaming kind of takes us into the next scene and and is there for a second or two when we as we transition. So and I never really noticed the screams like even ask after because he lets out like just a horrible blood curdling scream when he gets the oil dumped on him. And then he he's still screaming as like Rorschach's saying his line, and the cops are dragging him out of there. Like he, he, there's still screams going on, which I think I never noticed before because your kind of focus is on what Rorschach's about to say. That's a cool effect. Yeah. So we ready to go take a look at uh, this empty night owl costume? <laughs> sure. So yeah, it's kind of like what I was. Mentioning before that uh, we've, I feel like we've seen this before, but uh, it's the exact like frame that we see in uh, Laurie's flash forward that she has. You know when when Doctor Manhattan, mm. you know, shows her the future. Essentially, it's it's this that she sees. It's the empty night owl costume. So kind of tells us that, uh, which we've probably already figured out because I think we've seen two other of these sort of flashed images they had there was a guy with a gun pointed at her pointed at the camera from the fight she had in the alleyway and there was the the map being lit on fire from her perspective and 
think that was it. Might have been another like previous, you know, flash that we've we've already seen, but but it kind of shows us that that these flashes are coming true, or they're they are actual indication of what you know these things that she saw in these flashes, you know, are happening or, or going to happen. So, and I'm looking at the stuff behind the uh, this main the main uh, item of uh, the night owl suit in the foreground. Yeah. You make very out anything? Like, well, very much like the, you know, different uh, Batman suits. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I can see, like, if you, as it kind of zooms out on the shelf above and to mm-hmm. the right, so on the left side of the screen, it appears to be like a mold or like a shoulder and chest piece with something on top of it. You can't really see what's on top, like, but I... Like a life preserver? Um, <laughs> no, I think like a, like, I think it's meant to be another, uh, uh like a mock-up or another mm-hmm. like version of the, the headgear that he wears. So what else do we see? And it's all kind of blurry. I think we get a hint of like a gas mask and, mm-hmm. and one of the shelves behind to the, to the left of the, the main suit. And then there might be one that looks more like an underwater mask. Um, anything else? Then Lori comes into frame. Yeah, that's and true. And we'll talk, I think, probably a bit more about her, what she's doing down here. What trouble can she get in? <laughs> All right. Um, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Watchmen Minute. And you can uh, hopefully like our page at facebook.com slash Watchmen Minute. And our group there on Facebook is called the Crime Busters Listener Society. And uh, if you're already online and you're looking places you can find us, you can also head over to TeePublic at TeePublic.com. And if you search Watchmen Minute, you might have to scroll down a few images, but you'll find our show logo, which you can get on a T-shirt, a coffee mug, stickers, you know, anything, uh, anything you desire. And, uh, or I, you, know. or you can do a little trick I do, which is I go to other, I just go to the first user, other, other, you know, owner of, 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 of merchandise. Mm, yeah. I go to their page and it's like user slash whatever. Oh uh, yeah. Is. Yeah. So then I just put in Watchmen Minute there. Okay. However that whole yeah. URL format is. Right. And it'll that. also be uh, linked here in the show notes and probably a pinned pinned post on on our social medias so if you want to buy something watchman related from us or watchman minute specifically related my yeah, shirts go in the there mail. what's that my shirts in the mail <laughs> nice so yeah go do that and you know help us out a little bit and, and you'll look cooler so um eric where can they find you all over the social medias uh, yeah, while you're on Facebook, you can chat with us in the Flash Gordon Minute Listener's Vortex. Um, we're on Twitter. We've got Flash Gordon Pod. So uh, we, we love chatting with all of our listeners on there. And uh, I might add, I am an occasional participant in the Crime Busters uh, Society on Facebook as well. Yep. We always appreciate the input and everything that we get over there, so... I think that's going to do it for Tuesday, so we will be back on Wednesday for Minute 108. But until then, who watches The Watchmen? We We do. do. We do. Watchmen are over.